We've been flooded with voicemails last couple of days. Some of you are not very happy with me. We'll get to that coming up. The Senate Republicans are going to include the repeal of the Obamacare mandate in the tax bill. This is being reported all over the place. Not so fast, folks. I don't think it's what you think, but we'll explain in a moment. First, Mark Stein says that all of the liberals who think that Allahu Akbar is a peaceful term, it's an expression of peace. He says, here's what you do. Here's an experiment. Go into a crowded restaurant in New York City where there are a bunch of liberals sitting there and scream out, Allahu Akbar, and watch all the liberals dive under the table. Watch how fast they dive in response to your expression of peace. All right, uh, the Senate tax bill, they're, ne- they're now talking about including the individual mandate. It, it seems that it's a done deal. But here's the thing, folks. It's not going to make it to the final version of the bill. And let me explain what's really going on. First, remember, a few months ago, they tried to pass just this. Forget the whole tax bill, just the individual mandate. It was one of the many things they tried. It was the last-ditch attempt to repeal Obamacare. And, of course, John McCain voted it down. So if John McCain didn't like it and and a couple of other Republicans back then, the more moderate liberal Republicans didn't like it, what's going to change now? Why would they vote for it now? And, by the way, this may actually come to fruition. It It may get voted down because of this. But here's the real plan. They need, because of technical reasons, they need to make sure that they don't increase the deficit too much with this tax plan. So they have to do whatever they can to keep costs down. Now, as we mentioned last time, if you do not include, and we told you this might happen, if you do not include, if you repeal the Obamacare mandate, that'll actually save the government money. People won't apply for Obamacare, and it's projected to save $338 billion over the course of 10 years. Now, that's a big deal because the Senate has to make sure in order to get a a 50 vote and not need 60 to overcome a filibuster, they need to make sure not to add to the deficit over the next 10 years, to the budget deficit. So long story short, the more things they can put in this bill to cut government spending, the more tax cut provisions they can have in this bill long term, more than 10 years. So basically, the Senate is trying to be able to make this tax bill as good as possible. And this version has to try to cut spending as much as possible. Now, what's going to happen is if they pass this bill, the House bill doesn't have this. Then they go to conference, the House and the Senate, and they try to come out with uh, one bill that conforms to both the House and the Senate. And then they pass that. Now, at that point, they can remove this. It's a technical loophole. They can remove the Obamacare repeal mandate from the bill at that point once it goes to conference. And But since it already passed the Senate, at least as I understand the rules, once it passed the Senate, it passed the Senate. So even if they take that out, it'll still pass. The bill will still be intact even if they remove this. So basically, I think this is just a ploy. They want to get it to pass the Senate, and they won't be able to do that without making certain cuts. This will cut spending $338 billion. But then once it goes to the ha- back to the House and they reconcile the two bills, I think this is going to be removed because I think that a lot of the Senate and Congress people are against this. Maybe I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I want them to pass this thing. But I think it's just really, like I said, this technical loophole, this ploy, this tactic that they're trying to pull. Now, why are you guys upset at me? Because I mentioned that some types of gun control I actually like, okay? I, I don't want there to be assault rifles available. I want there to be extreme vetting and better background checks. I, I want it to be impossible for people who are clearly crazy, people who are, there's clearly something wrong with and mentally ill and deranged to not be able to get weapons. Now, some of you said to me, you know, specifically about assault rifles, some of you said to me, well, 
you're right. It, it's dangerous. But guess what? There's something called the Constitution and the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment says you have a right to bear arms. So one of you said, well, they were worried about militia. They were worried about foreign government invasions, like from England. And they needed people had, had to have the ability to protect themselves. And that you'd, you'd need assault rifles to be able to protect yourself from militias. So that's the spirit of the law. That's what the Constitution and the Second Amendment, that was really what was going on. To which I respond, now, this is not simple matters. And I, you know, I know this is very emotional. And sometimes I'm torn. But I, I, here's my response to that is... There's obviously a limitation, and the Supreme Court has ruled this, that there's a limitation on the Second Amendment, just like every every part of the Bill of Rights. Everything has a limitation. Freedom of speech, right? But you can't yell fire in a crowded theater because that could be dangerous. My freedom of speech cannot interfere with your rights and cannot cause you harm. Well, freedom to own a gun has this limitation, too, because there's certain... And, and the Supreme Court themselves ruled that if it's some sort of unusual weapon or, or, or incredibly harmful weapon, which is why a fully automatic um, rifle is, is, uh, is banned because that's something which is considered danger to other people. And therefore, it's not included in the Second Amendment. So, for example, why can't I own a bazooka? Let's say I want to own a bazooka to protect myself. Why can't I have that? Or why can't I even, if I can come up with a way to develop like a mini nuclear weapon to stick in a suitcase, why can't I own that? I have a right to bear arms, right? The answer is because there's no good reason for that other than to hurt people, and therefore, it's banned because... It could be could pose a danger to others, and like I said, fully automatic. I think everybody agrees that a fully automatic weapon uh, is is illegal for that reason. So the Second Amendment has its limitations. So that's my point: is when it comes to assault rifles, when, when if you're afraid of home invasions, if you want to hunt bears, I, I don't see any reason why you need an assault rifle for these things. I'm not a gun expert, but there are plenty of weapons to use to protect yourself and to go hunting and to have your fun. Uh, but but these assault rifles are used in these massacres, and they're used to kill innocent people. Uh, and if they get in the wrong hands, then they could be extremely dangerous. So that's my point, and I love it. I love that we can debate this. I love that you disagree, and please continue. Continue to attack me. Okay, I know you want to know about Donald Trump Jr. He had contact with WikiLeaks. He I guess there was like these private Twitter messages between him and Wiki, WikiLeaks. He told WikiLeaks some of the things that he liked that they were leaking about Hillary. They told him certain inside information that they had, which it seems that th- there are reports that Donald Trump on the campaign trail, after Don Jr. was told certain things by WikiLeaks, Donald Trump mentioned them in public sometimes a few days later. So there was some contact there. Now, does this mean anything? Was there collusion? Does this mean that Donald Trump was behind WikiLeaks? Of course not. This I don't see anything here. I don't see anything here that could incriminate or even suggest any wrongdoing. Don Jr., WikiLeaks, I mean, it, it's exciting. No, your father just put yourself in issues, just became candidate for president. WikiLeaks has all this dirt. By the way, it, it, it's not WikiLeaks' fault. I mean, they're not such good people, but it's the Democrats' fault. The Democrats with these emails, all the all this raw this this scandalous stuff that they were doing, you know, feeding uh Donna Brazil feeding CNN questions of a town hall to Hillary and then emailing about it, emails about, you know, how they sabotaged Bernie Sanders. WikiLeaks was given by the Democrats all sorts of incredible juicy stuff. If the Democrats don't want that stuff leaked, guess what? They shouldn't do it to begin with. Just just play fair and stop fighting dirty. So then Don Jr. gets contacted by them and it's kind of fun, right? I mean, he gets to be a part of this whole thing, and he can use WikiLeaks to help President Trump get elected. That's exactly what happened, by the way. So I don't see any major deal. Uh, now, g- getting back to the tax bill for just one second, there might actually be a major benefit to the tax bill. 
There might be as much as $25 billion in Medicaid, in, in Medicare cuts. Medicare, of course, is the government insurance for old people, for seniors. And, uh, and there may be other cuts, too, cuts to Social Security. There may be cuts to what they call non-discretionary spending, to mandatory spending that the government has. And the reason is because if the budget deficit goes beyond, beyond a certain point, then at that point, certain mandatory cuts kick in. And those cuts could affect, at least in some percentage, Medicare, Social Security, and and other government expenses, government spending. So that, that's kind of an automatic thing that happens because the, the, the Senate tax bill can add $1.5 trillion, trillion to the deficit because what happened is they opened up, when they passed the budget a few weeks ago, they opened up $1.5 trillion worth of spending. They cut basically $1.5 trillion worth of spending. It's not really going to happen, but they technically cut it because the budget somehow, like, they don't have to stick on binding. But anyway, they allow them now to create a deficit with the tax cuts because the tax cuts will create a deficit in the short term. Long term, it, it, it shouldn't because the growth should boost revenue, but short term, it'll create a deficit. Once there's a deficit, these automatic cuts kick in. So that's pretty interesting. And Here's the deal. Uh, we told you Jeff Sessions is considering appointing a special counsel to investigate Hillary. Now, in addition to the Clinton Foundation, in addition to Uranium One and uh, you know the, email, the Clinton email servers, which James Comey should have indicted her on, in addition to all that stuff, you know Hillary lied under oath. She lied to Congress. She told Congress that she never deleted classified emails. They were tagged as classified. She told Congress that she uh, you know that she didn't have a private server. Or some something she told she told she lied to Congress about the private server uh, that had all of her emails on it, and she lied on she lied to investigators on numerous occasions. And you know somebody pointed out on the radio George Papadopoulos, this 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 volunteer for Trump's campaign, he was basically convicted and he had to cut a deal uh, on on the same thing lying to investigators. But Hillary gets a pass, so there may be a special counsel. A lot of you are very very excited about this, and I don't blame you. And What's interesting is Jeff Sessions has already directed federal prosecutors. He said, look into all these matters. So they're investigating it as we speak. See, Jeff Sessions isn't going to go and announce this and brag about this before it happens. He's very quiet. He, you know, he's a poker player. He keeps everything close to the vest. He, he's a shrewd guy. But one day, you know, we may see Hillary being hauled away in handcuffs. Now, I know it's unlikely, and I know we've said this many times, and it usually doesn't happen, so I'm not kidding myself, but we they, there may be indictments here handed down, and we're not going to know until it happens is the point, and there are prosecutors looking into this, and a special counsel, certainly, I mean, as many of you have pointed out, like, if President Trump is being investigated by a special counsel over doing nothing, nothing, no evidence, well, Hillary, where there's this massive, massive pile of evidence and not only that but comey basically said yes she committed crimes just no intent i mean well don't you think that there should be a special counsel and finally if you go to china please don't shoplift you have these three ucla uh students who went to china i guess to play basketball they were arrested they were facing up to 10 years in prison and president trump basically had to bail them out he was in china that worked out and he said we got to get these guys home and he negotiated their freedom why would you shoplift? I mean, you go to China and you blow your nose the wrong way, you get thrown into jail. Okay, if you're going to shoplift, shoplift in the United States. Now, is it made up? Did they, did they do nothing wrong? I don't know. Well, maybe you shouldn't even go to China to begin with. How about that? But please don't shoplift. I mean, shoplift in the United States where they don't chop your hands off. And President Trump tweeted that they didn't even thank him. They haven't even said thank you. And I'm sure, by the way, that they're not big fans of President Trump. And yet, 
he got them released. All right. That's going to do it for today. We thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next time.